1: Welcome to today's show. I have really an interesting one for you. I have two people on the show today, remote, um, and both of them have stage names. One is Shake and the other is Barney. So here's the deal. Let's let's go for this, and I'll tell you about it. First of all, both of these men are really inspiring leaders who are making a difference in this world and sharing joy and love and inspiring messages that come from the heart. And if it doesn't come from the heart, it's not very inspiring, is it? So you'll feel it. You'll see it. You'll hear it in the show today. So I want to start by introducing a man named Shake. (laughs) His real name is Sam, but he'll tell you about that. Shake Anderson is Mr. Soul, Mr. Soul. He is a songwriter. He is a singer. He is a multi-instrumentalist. Shake was born in Louisville, Kentucky, and he started touring at the age of nine years old. He developed and is continuing to develop a sound that is just so raw and gritty and full of emotion because it comes from his experiences and what he sees in the world and what he feels in his heart. And as Carrie, who's also going to be in the show today, has told me about Shake because I haven't met him until now, you cannot listen to his music without feeling it. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is the sign of a good musician. So we're going to hear from Shake. And then we're also going to hear from Stinson, who was Barney the Purple Dinosaur. But Carrie Stinson now is really taking off with his career in terms of being a fine art photographer, really a fine art photographer. Uh, he is calling his company, uh, which has been around for quite a while, he calls it Carrie Stinson Creative, and that's exactly what he is. The other way, though, you'll know Carrie Stinson is he has his own podcast like I do, and it's called Purple Roads. And he interviews the most interesting people all from the children's entertainment world, and they just talk about the fun times they've had and the inspirational stories. Now, the way this happened was Carrie and I know each other, and Carrie was telling me one day about Shake, and he said, Valerie, this is a person. Your show is about authenticity. Your show is about how leaders who Come from that place of the heart, how they are different, and how that difference inspires people, and how those people then inspire the world. So, okay, welcome, Shake Anderson.
2: Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here today.
1: You know what? You just look great. You're right there in authentic with your pictures of your family and a keyboard behind you. And you know that I'm going to ask you in a moment to sing and to play however you want to do that. So stay tuned. But I want to start by asking you a couple of questions. Okay. You're, known, you're known shake for soul music. Would you just tell us what's soul music really?
2: Um, I'll sum it this way: um, It's what's at the deeper, re- deeper recesses of the heart; uh, those things that that reveal themselves, whether you want them to or not. Often, it's that's for me, at least, because um, I grew up in a time when music wasn't segregated. Um, it was you could listen to the radio stations I grew up listening to, and you'd hear Ray Charles, then The Beatles, then Hank Williams, then James Brown, then Earth, Wind & Fire, then uh, Patsy Cline. So you heard everything, so you never, um, I didn't grow up thinking that it was this separate thing. And my favorite artists did whatever songs they wanted to, Didn't matter who wrote it or what genre it was, uh, you'd hear Wilson Pickett singing a Beatles song. And uh, so that was soul to me was what came from the heart.
1: Mm. Well, that makes perfect sense, doesn't it? You know, um, I don't know if, Carrie, you know this, but I will tell both of you, my husband had a rock and roll band, and that's how we met. I (laughs) was... Are you laughing yet? Okay, I'm
0: laughing. It's smiling. I had no idea.
1: (laughs) Well, there's a lot you don't know about me, and it all seems to come out on my shows at some point in time. (laughs) He had a rock and roll band called the Fantastics, and he was a sax player, Shake. And uh, he was so excited to uh, have you on the show. And he he was talking to me about this, and he has a question. He said, "You know." Uh, talk to shake about the fact that when i was playing back to your point of the soul he said i could hear it in my mind i could feel it in my body the hardest part was to get it from those feelings and those senses onto the saxophone so that it came Mm -hmm. out and so his question shake to you is how did you learn to do that from the heart from the soul the music that's up here out to what you're doing now?
3: Well I tend to
2: write um, what I feel so whatever I feel is it usually ends up on the paper and I kind of know what you know what I'm saying like if i'm if I'm writing about unfortunately if I'm writing about love loss it's because I experienced it yeah if i'm writing about a song that deals with poverty or being or being poor or uh, or impoverished or lacking i live that so when i would visit countries like romania when i when i went to north korea when i went to africa and i saw squalor you know even though that was like the extreme nth degree but I can relate to that because I grew up a really, really poor kid in the ghetto. Um, And so I've been brokenhearted and I didn't forget that, you know, what that meant. So when I would write a song, even the songs that inspire, um, they were usually from a place of brokenness that had a sense of hope. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, hopefully that answers that question.
1: Well, nothing's going to answer it better than hearing you Play and sing something from the soul. Okay. Would you do that?
2: <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes. Um, I wrote a song.
3: Wait,
2: can you hear that? Yep. You, you can't hear my piano? Huh? We can hear it. <laughs> song when i was in the hospital i was in the hospital for a year and then after i got the hospital i went through all this rehab but while i was in the hospital um a friend of mine brought me a book and said while you're here i don't want you to forget how to write i don't want you to forget take this situation you're in and write about it. No matter what comes out, just journal, write. And so I wrote this song.
3: It says, Take the trials that you've gone through, and all the times life made you blue. Search deep within yourself. For someone else, someone else. Share all the joy you wish you know. oh on to the tears that you've shed. Bottle them with care, as though for yourself. Somewhere in All the lessons learned Take those trophies Take them off the shelf Oh, make it better for someone else Someone else Oh, make it better for someone else Someone else you, you, you. Make it matter, say. someone else. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh my gosh. Congratulations. I could hear. I mean, this is being recorded, I think, on your phone. And yet that whole soul of you came through. Your voice was perfect. You play the guitar often, I know, as well. Let me ask you about that song. And then I want to ask Carrie about uh, how he met you and has come to be such an admirer, I can see why. That song was very deep, and you said it came from being in the hospital for a year. Yeah. Tell us about that.
2: I went, the, uh, I went in the hospital June 2nd of 04, and I uh, didn't get out until May of 05. And um, I went through a year of rehab after that. But while I was in the hospital, I got so depressed. I was I was so um, sick. I was sick for so long. And I got depressed and I thought, well, I'm never going to get out of here. And, um, and people would come by. And you know how people come and visit you uh, in a place. And, it, and you're not your best. You're not even close to it. You're not even what you remotely used to be. And they don't say that. But they look at you, and their eyes tell you everything you need to know. And I remember friends would visit me, and they were trying to be positive. They are trying to be hopeful. But they, their eyes always said, he ain't getting out of here. He you know, it's over. And so a guy that I loved with all, loved with all my heart, his name is Joel, a younger guy. He was like a little brother to me. Uh, he came to me, I'd been there about three months at that point, and he came in one day, and I'd just gone through this, uh, one of the surgeries, uh, when they opened up everything, you know, and uh, I was just coherent enough to hear him say, um, Shake, I love you, and you're going to get through this, and when you get through this, People need to hear about what you've gone through, and so I, I. It may have been a week or two later. I looked over on that little table and I saw that book, and I, you know, as best I could, I started writing it, and uh, this the song. This song came out of it, and it came out of it because. You know, out of all the things that I've ever wanted in my life was I've wanted to be impactful. I've wanted to be a person that meant something to more than just myself, uh, to my community, to my people, to the world, period, to man. I wanted to be something more than some dude that, you know, he lived, he occupied space on Earth, he ate food, he got fat. Um <laughs> You know, I didn't want to be that guy. I want, you know, in my in the course of my life, I, I hope that everybody wants to do something meaningful yeah. with their life. But anyway, uh, and I sort of wrote this song. And as a matter of fact, it opens up the very first thing it says. It says, "Take the trials that you've gone through, and 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 all the times that made you blue. Search down deep within yourself." And then make that medicine for someone else. Mm. You know, everything we've gone through, our, our troubles, our pains, everything about our lives, we usually filter those in some kind of way. Mm. And it can either be good or it can be bad. I could filter those things and be a negative person, you know, or I can filter those things and be part of the cure. And that's what I'm trying to be.
1: Mm. Not trying, shake You are. Um, Carrie, this wonderful man uh, we both know is famous. I mean, uh, Shake Anderson plays all over the world. He mentioned a few countries that he was in uh, and still is traveling when when he can to all of the places that he's being hired to share his music in. Um, He also has a show every Sunday morning, I wrote it down, called The Soul Church the soul church on <laughs> Facebook live. Um, so knowing that this man is, is well known, he's been in movies and all of that. How did you meet him? And what would you say about him?
0: Well, first of all, Valerie, you can tell I can't stop smiling. I'm just <laughs> listening to that man. His voice makes me smile. Yeah. You know, the funny thing is I didn't know anything about him. I went uh, to a place in Richardson to meet some friends and he happened to be playing on stage that night. And with obviously I heard the voice and I was blown away, but within, an I don't know, I'd say an hour and a half, I saw him cry on stage. I saw him walk off the stage and preach to the audience. And then at the end of the night, he was so emotional with the song, he was clapping, walked off the stage. I looked at my friend and said, is he coming back? So I don't know, and he never came back. <laughs> and I said, I've got, I've got to meet this, I've got to meet this man. And we just kind of hit off an instant friendship. And I love people that inspire. I love people who, as as he just in his own words said, wants to do something with his life and and authenticity. He's his most authentic person I've ever met. So um, we've just built up a friendship that I cherish.
1: You know, there's nothing, nothing more important in this life than to have people who I call, in terms of personal branding work that I do, your brand ambassadors, those people Mm -hmm. that have you top of mind when good things happen, when opportunities are there that that person would be able to fulfill, relationships. So what a special friendship you two have. And Carrie, you two are extremely authentic. You went from being Barney the Purple Dinosaur, and uh, you were gracious to be on my show some time ago as Barney the Purple Dinosaur, and you told all about that. And so I'm not going to go there now because People can go back and watch that show. But what that taught you was the meaning of, as Shaikh said, purpose. Why are we here on this earth? So tell us about Purple Roads, your podcast, and uh, how that came to be and what you are enjoying most now sharing with the world on your own podcast.
0: Uh, Well, with Purple Roads, I bring on a lot of people from um, children's entertainment and even pop culture. Uh, I had such an amazing experience playing Barney for all those years, and I learned so much. I experienced so much, and I thought, you know, there's a lot of people that have done this as well, and I want to hear their story. And, you know, in fact, it's been the same thing with Shake. Uh, as you, you talk about his career, you I learn so much every time. Like, Valerie, I don't know if you know that he, this man used to do commercials, And and jingles, and there's there's one. I'm going to put him on the spot here, but there's one because we're Texas. But there's one from Dr. Pepper you may have heard before that this man sang.
1: What is it? So
0: so you are? Are you
2: asking? Yeah. What uh,
1: is it? What is is it? it? You know I am.
2: Uh, Okay. um. (laughs) So it's you're the part of me.
1: That's awesome. Would you sign an autograph for me on that on a Dr Pepper can when I meet you in person? <laughs> that is incredible, shake see, I, I I have to you ask you.
0: Go ahead. I'm no, sorry. I was just going to say, Valerie. So you see what I mean? When you get to know people, <laughs> you learn more about them, and and that's why I started my podcast. And that's why I walk up when I meet someone like Sheik and I got to know more.
1: What are uh, Carrie, on your podcast, which is so fun. I mean, it's so fun. All the guests obviously have great stories. What have you learned the most about shifting your career? I mean, you're doing photography, fabulous photography. You did Barney. That was a fabulous time in your life. Now you're doing this successful podcast called Purple Roads. What have you learned... So far, in doing the podcast, you personally?
0: I have learned that you can never stop growing. Mm-hmm. I have learned by the by never accepting the word no. You know, I, I have contacted a lot of people that I wasn't sure they'd be on my show. Mm-hmm. And they have. And I've got these amazing stories out of it. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I think... I've just learned more about the positivity of love. Mm. I have seen some unbelievable things talking to these people on my show. And uh, and so, you know, I just keep challenging myself. And, uh, you know, you never know where you're going to go.
1: What a great podcast we're having today. You know, I uh, once in a while, I go back and kind of read what I wrote in one of my books. And I was uh, flipping through Do It Right, from which Doing It Right, name of the podcast, came. And uh, I had put a quote in here. It was a chapter talking about tips for being savvy leaders. And here's the quote. See what you two think about it. Treat people as if they were what they ought to be, and you help them to become what they are capable of being. And that's by Johann von Grotth. That's exactly. Isn't that great? Wow.
2: Amazing! Yes.
1: That's what you're doing, Sheikh. I don't know if Carrie told you this, but I always want my guests to uh, leave us with your words of wisdom. Your Lessons learned—those things that uh, you have a twelve-year-old son, I know—and uh-huh. uh, the kinds of things you would tell him about life. Like, what are the lessons learned that you would leave with the audience? Can you give us a couple of of those? Uh, we call them teachable points of view because you're teaching others sure. all the time.
2: Well, the the first one would be uh, something that I was always told. Uh, we. I I had been told when I was young, but unfortunately I was around quite a few people that were kind of negative influences. But, but when I started to try to really do this thing called music in life, um, I had one person in particular tell me, you'll never know what you're going to become until you become what you'll never know you're going to become. So... Keep dreaming and keep believing that you're gonna get wherever it is you want to go. And I say that because I'm 56. Um, last year I had a record hit the pop charts. Uh, 56, <laughs> and I'm and I'm going, and it did really well. It was beating out, you know, you know like Taylor Swift and Jonas Brothers and people like that on these charts. And And I've always been a believer that you know everybody has a voice that comes around in season. And seasons are like Ferris wheels. Somebody gets on, somebody gets off. But it keeps going around, it keeps going around. And if you just stay true to what you are, your chance will come to get on, your chance will come to get off, and it'll come to get back on again. That's the hallelujah part for me because at... You know, I, I mean, seriously, you know, I've said, all I had guys when I was, this is funny, I was signed to Warner Brothers, uh, Warner Chapel, which is Warner Brothers and Chapel Music. They were the largest publishing company in the world. And I'm working on all these great things. I'm working on, at that time, I'm working on Dr. Doolittle, and I'm working on Sister Act, and I'm working on The Matrix and blue streak all these movies and then i'm doing these commercials and i've got this deal and i had a guy tell me and i'm like maybe 25 26 at this point i had a guy tell me it was too late for me i was too old you you know you, you, you'll, you'll never make it you're too old you know you got to be 17 you got to be all this stuff you got to be the skinny kid with the so-and-so-and-so look and you know, and I'm at the I'm having success you know that's the other thing it's like this is while I'm being successful that he's telling me this <laughs> so you know what I'm saying 30 years later here I am coming back around and I'm having a ball you know what I'm saying and I never so I just never stop I just I believe that eventually it'll be my turn again oh. and, and there's always room.
1: Well, okay, Shake, Tell us what the name of the hit star record was.
2: The the um, the record that did uh, it's um, shoot. Now you, you would say that the title of the record was "Letters to Friends," uh, and it's out now. It's, it it actually only we re- re- released it like you know late last year, and it started going up the charts. So the the the, the title is "Letters to Friends," and "I'll Be Loving You" is the single. Mm. And and if you matter of fact, you can look it on Spotify and all the different mediums. I'll be loving you as the single, and it's it's it just did really really well. We were getting ready to release a new single, and then we hit this, you know, situation we're in now, and so we're just kind of waiting to see how things pan out before we go for another push. Because you know, the lifeblood of me is is in performing live. Yeah. Um, so there you go.
1: We are going to have that up on the bottom of the screen and so people can know that song. And of course, I can't wait to go and find it as well. You're right. Yes. You're, you're in a difficult position when you can't be out doing what you do best. Carrie and I are a little bit better off in terms of being able to do what we're doing because it's yeah. online. But um, Carrie, back to you for a minute. You, um, you know that there's a song that he should end this podcast with tell us about why you think that because
0: he knows what that song is Um, (laughs) i also want to say this really quick valerie i had the honor of doing a photography shoot with shake and we worked together and i shot pictures before of a lot of musicians i've never had one actually perform the man kept singing and playing during the whole photo shoot And it's one of the best shoots I ever had. So um, I'll have to to send you some pictures to see that, too, because it's really amazing. The song is called So Wasted, and I just responded to it so deeply. And then I saw him perform it, and he actually sat and cried on stage. And it was so authentic that it, it just really stuck this song in my heart. So... Hopefully, Shakey can play a little bit for us. Yeah, just a little bit.
1: Just a yeah. little bit. Well, yeah, otherwise we'll all be crying. <laughs> I don't have a <laughs> tissue box <in. laughs> I don't want to
0: be crying on Valerie's podcast. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs>
1: okay. And,
2: and people, you know, people say, oh, is that all he does is crying? You know, he always cried. Yeah. Um, but, then, yeah, this song has been, first of all, you know, a lot of the things we do are for ourselves. To me, that's how something is successful. Um, if I test something and, and it works on me, then I, I believe it usually will work the other way. So this is a song, it's on the advice for kind hearted, advice for the kind hearted record. It's called So Wasted. And uh, here we go.
3: Like a diamond in the mud time did not reveal, I was one you could not live, you're only hard to feel, you could never see my value, it was hidden from your sight. To show your sunshine, you kept us in the night. So many I love you. Never to return. I'm the song you never sung. pain Sugar on the floor Flower in the rain So wasted So wasted We couldn't much pain While in the rain so wasted
1: so wasted so wasted mm. Wow, well you know what? Neither of you are wasting any gift that God has given you And when you know that you're using his gifts, you know you're in the flow and you've got the purpose and the reason for why you're being here in this world. I can't thank my guests enough for being on the show, and you'll see on the screen where you can contact Shake. You can also watch his Sunday show called The Soul Church on Facebook. You can look at uh, Carrie's wonderful photography at Carrie Stinson Creative and for sure tune in to his podcast, Purple Roads. Thank you for being with us today. It's been incredible. And if you've received a blessing today, I'd so appreciate it if you'd share the podcasts with friends and with colleagues and business people. That's the only reason we're going to keep going is if we know that people are subscribing and sharing. So that's the drill. Yep. If you'll do it for me, I would appreciate that. So here's my valorism for this time. You can only do what you do if you know who you are. That's your personal brand. And why am I mentioning that today? I don't know. It just seemed to be that... During the time of um, reflection and a period in our our world where there's been a lot of at-home time, many of my colleagues, many of my friends and peers and clients, and me included, we've all had really more time than we wanted to reflect on who we are, and I hope that you have. Many times I'm hearing people say, you know, I never had a chance to just sit down and have quiet time with myself, or have a devotion, or take time to learn something that I want to learn. It is a little bit about my time, isn't it, and that's okay. I'll tell you a quick story about when I really got that urge to just put it out there to say, you know, just be real, just be authentic, and of course now you know the passion behind that with my podcast. But here's the deal. When I started my career, I was going on the tour as a professional speaker, and I had my eyes always on other people. Oh, my goodness, I'd go to the conventions, and I'd hear these fabulous speakers, and they were so polished, and they had just the right tone, and just the right pauses, and they always got standing ovations, and I yearned for a standing ovation. I thought that would just be the ultimate, and I found myself trying to copy, well, if I just do a little bit more of this because they did it, or if I look a little bit more like that because she does, and so forth. One day, my wonderful uh, assistant at the time, Susie, said to me, she almost got angry, she said, Valerie, and she pounded her fist on the table and said, why don't you stop looking at everybody else and just be who you are? That was a pivot. And it just struck such a deep place in my heart, I never again ever looked at I've got to be who somebody else is, and I don't want you to either. So there's a scripture actually that I'm going to leave you with that says, be still and know that I am God. And the reason I'm leaving with that with you is because it starts with the word be. And I've learned to take each of those words and just stop and pause on them. So the first word, be. Sometimes I just say, Valerie, just be. And then just be still. Oh, Valerie, stop. Just be still. Be able to listen more. And then be still and know. Oh, yeah, I do know some things. What should I be knowing? Be still and know. And then be still and know that I am God. And He's going to take us through whatever it is, our challenges today. That's my Valerieism. Until next time, bye.